There is a thin veil that protects humanity from the horrors and darkness of the other. Within the other lives everything that our minds can bring to imagination. Or maybe it is not imagination at all, and just a thinly veiled reality that our mind cannot believe to be true. The veil is the will of humanity to protect the innocent from the dangerous and the horrible. A pursuit to ensure that the darkness of the other does not consume the world. The vanguard are those who uphold the veil, who know the truth of the horrors and fight it every day to protect the innocent. They must ensure that the balance is maintained and the darkness held at bay. We are the vanguard of the veil. Welcome, everyone, to another session of the Vanguard of the Veil, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast powered by the Apocalypse System. I am your keeper, Fred, and my pronouns are he, him. And joining with us today, Tim. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I play Andy, and our pronouns are he, him. Matthew. Hi, everyone. My name is Matthew, and I play Agent C. Our pronouns are he, him. And unfortunately, tonight, V will not be able to join us, so it is just a boys' night. Boys' night. Hell yeah, boys' night. Get better, V. We're going to rascally. I got my PJs on. Yeah, get better. Get get Uh, better, V. (laughs) I have popcorn. Yeah, do better, V. (laughs) In your body. Um, I I made uh, homemade pigs in the blanket, but I ran oh, out, damn. so I mixed in Trader Joe's ones in the in the middle of them, so to, like make it go farther. And you guys could totally tell. <laughs> Man, Boys, you went all out today. Yeah, a special time. I brought chips and salsa. That's good too, I guess. Been a couple of weeks, uh, Matthew. Do you have a recap? <laughs> yeah, I do because I'm a okay, professional. Good. On the last episode of Vanguard with Vale, B and Agency recover Andy after he went missing. Reunited, the team rushes to NS9 where Harold Harold Kobayashi calls detailing how an experiment went awry and now infected humans are attacking other people from within the building. Once there, Andy and B rescue people from the first floor while Agency heads downstairs to help Harold. Once the team is together in the basement, they learn the new secretary, Isabel, was infected, and B kills her to prevent her from going feral. The team decides that they need to take the fight to LIF Pharmaceuticals to stop the infection at its source. I forgot about that. What did she, like, was it just fire and, like, she just, like, burned Isabel alive? I don't remember. Oh, right. It was uh, pretty uh, out of nowhere and intense, but... Luckily, B is able to make those tough calls. Yes. It was in my notes, but I do not remember it happening. Yeah, I I remember remember B just doing it pretty quickly. We go, whoa! (laughs) But I mean, you know, if you ever watch a zombie movie, like, you have to, right? Because they're always, like, floundering back and forth. And and then overnight, they just, like, kill everybody. Definitely kill everyone. You meet in the end times. That's how it works before they get you. <laughs> That's one of the things I did this weekend. I watched a, a playthrough of the quarry, and oh, like yeah. it's it's about it's about making those decisions depending on what kind of ending you're looking for. The quarry. The quarry. It's one of those uh, super massive games with the branching storylines, like uh, mm-hmm. Man from Medan and Until Dawn. I think was the other one. 
<laughs> it's like a telltale on crack. Okay. So in the apocalypse, just don't save anybody. Just kill them all is what you're saying, Tim. Yes. Okay. Don't trust anyone. It's all a trap. <laughs> Although I don't actually, I don't, uh, if we can get serious, I don't actually believe that. Uh, they, uh, the, the, they want you to think that when we go back to a state of nature, we'll go feral and be selfish so that they can keep ha- the government because it's better than going back to the state of nature, but it's not true. Throughout all of human history, sure, we fight, but we also make sure to take care of each other. And now we're slightly in a worse situation than we were before because no one's taking care of each other. Thank it's you. all about community. It's all about community. So, like, a lot of those zombie shows, like, that probably will happen, but it's, like, not necessarily because people work together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just always have one friend who's slower than you. Now that's fair. At least. Uh-huh. At least one friend that's slower than you. I don't get it. Why? Uh, okay. <laughs> Several hours have passed, and you have all been hunkering down in the laboratory um, where you caught up with Harold and Sergeant Cruz. I hand out Nutrigrain bars. They are steadily eaten uh, by everyone. Do, do we have access to something like a radio or a computer or – Something where we can kind of monitor what's going on, like outside. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you have access to probably several computers. I mean, because uh, we're in this like system. we're in that like lab space, so I don't uh, know if it's correct. Okay, correct. But yeah, there are computers in my there. dang cell phone. Don't work. They don't got no dang signal. Harold has been kind of within himself, just allowing the work to absorb him. He seems to be looking into microscopes and typing into computers um, and has just been busy this entire time. B is, is there with you and the same as Sergeant Cruz. So do you try to look for information? What, what is it that you're doing yes. during this time? I guess uh, I didn't bring up my character sheet yet, but I would like to, I'm going to say this is in, it's either an investigative mystery, I guess, investigative mystery, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so let me move up, open up my moves real quick here. And investigative mystery is sharp, but with my special thing, I think this is the one where I get to use. Uh, when I oh no, it's when I read a bad situation. He was cool. Damn it! All right. Uh, this sounds like a it's, oh, this sounds like a read a bad situation. I think. Okay. 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 I feel like it's I feel like it's more appropriate to do. Uh, and aren't we supposed to investigate a mystery like every session? Yeah. That's all right. I got a 10 Great roll. Okay. on my <laughs> investigative mystery. I forgot what game we were playing for a second. I, like, I thought my, not the that six good. on my die was a nine, so I got very confused. <laughs> Let's go. All right. You can ask two different questions. Uh, okay. Okay. So I'm going based on the information we had from Harold before, which was that they were doing an experiment with a cat and the cat got out. So that doesn't necessarily mean that all the the Zephyr has been distributed. So I'm kind of I'm going uh, with a where did it go? As far as the cat, yeah, or yeah. or the shipping manifest of the Zephyr. Is that what we're looking at? Or I think I think I want to. I my agency assumption right now is that the cat is patient zero in all of this. So true. Mm. 
And I want to and want to stop it there because we already had um, Frank go to the distribution facility and he was doing stuff, but I think our communications got cut off. I think that was two episodes ago. When you had first arrived here, I believe you encountered infected people outside of the office. And so that means that there is probably some type of minor outbreak in the near area. It's yeah. not contained to the building. From what you understand, since the people in this area, you know, didn't, you know, probably have access to Zephyr, you would have to think that it was the cat that spread this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then person to person. So it is transferable between people and not just maybe the consumption of this drug. And it's been several hours uh, that you've been trapped in here and there are uh, infected people uh, in the greater office outside around the laboratory that you're currently in. So is there any chance that it's not going to, like based off the defenses or the, I guess the security of this this uh, compound, I'll say, is there any chance that like it's not getting out into the city? Is there any chance that we're very much in the beginning of a zombie film where it's just in the spooky lab? So... In regards to your current situation, you're kind of like in the beginning of a zombie movie in the sense that there is a small outbreak that you might have to control here. But you also are aware that Frank and Gina are currently at a warehouse, a distribution center where trucks were about to leave with large amounts of Zephyr. And you don't know if that is the only distribution center that life has, if Life has large stocks, like holds of like this drug, just stored in warehouses on their compound. I think, I think so we, we determined things. that it was it was the that was the local distribution facility, and that there were more mm. like across the country. That just happened to be the one that was like in Maya Culpa. Yeah, and you're not sure if it has already reached these other distribution centers. If this distribution center distributes to those centers. You haven't really looked into any of the manifests or the, uh, I guess, transportation distribution aspects of the pharmaceutical compound. Got it. Can I investigate a mystery in order to, yeah, do that, go through, uh, do do my hacker stuff? I'm I'm a big hacker. You know that, right? Well, I still have a, a hold. Well, wait, what was the answer oh, for yeah, the You've only asked one question. Or any, have you asked any questions? I'm I, asked, sorry. I asked, where did it go? Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. So to, to kind of fully answer that question, mm-hmm. you would have to assume that it has to be near the building but outside, right? Right. Because you okay. have seen it kind of outside of the building. But so we, uh, the assumption is like – so I guess when I'm checking like the news and mm. whatever whatever feeds the radio. Nothing. Okay. So like it's it's contained enough that maybe like – it's still around here. It hasn't like gotten more widespread. Yeah, can we yeah. let our our the upper brass know that they need to contain? We'll work from the inside, but they need to make sure no one gets out. I actually might roll a call, deal with the agency for that. Ooh, okay. But I still have a hold one. Tim, was there a specific question that you were curious about? No, no. It sounds like you uh, that well the, the, that specific question sounds like you were uh, yeah. Because so I can about, take but, that hold one and hold on to it until yeah. later, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think in the situation we're in now, there's probably like nine different things we should ask. But part of it is, I think we need to get out there. Yeah. And 
bust some brains. So can I also roll a deal with the agency? Absolutely. Okay. I feel like this is one where I might have to use luck if I don't roll well. Oh, that's right. We have a lot of luck. Uh, left, I, I got a, what is I roll? Plus sharp. So I got a, an eight on that. Okay. So what is it that you're trying to ha- have happen? I want them to get like a, uh, like a quarantine team to like isolate this to around where we are. You know, like I want like an ET style put let's <laughs> let's put up the big and the big tents. Mm-hmm. I want I want all the the agents wearing like their their hazmat suits. I want yeah. a bunch of G men with glasses yeah. and the earpieces. Man, you can't stand here. It's I'm waiting for the bus in front of CVS. Yeah, a Man, quarantine. I make this look good. All right, agency. You're gonna have to help me get to my office, and from there I'll be able to make all of that happen. We're gonna call in the troops. All right, uh, let's do this. I'm not, B, ready. You take I'm not point. ready for this. <laughs> I'm kidding. Do you have your spear on you currently? I do, I think. I'm yes, because sure you were fighting upstairs from where we yeah. are to get down. Yeah, I, I'm pretty did sure you, I have it. Did you ever enter Sergeant Cruz's office with that spear, or is this the first time he's observing you with it? Uh, I almost want to say I did, because they made fun of me for it. But maybe I didn't. Was it like during the Sam Brady episode? Oh, did we both go in when Sam was there or did I? No, I think, I just think you went in and then he was getting the spear uh, okay. at the time. Yeah, and then, then you then came then, out of the office and made fun of him. Yeah, then we like, but we got called to the office another time and I thought I would have brought it in there. But who's this okay? Guy? Let's just say whatever you want. Andy, you're more ready than you think. You see that spear you have right there? Yeah. That was your grandmother's spear. Oh, I never heard anything about this. It's been in your family for a very long time. It's probably just as much a part of you as you are a part of the Daniels. Whoa. And I just hold it out in front of me with an awe-like face. Like, I got the power. This is Mondo cool. All right, guys. I'm going to open the door and we're going to get out there. And we're going to kill every one of these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if we know who they are, they need to die here and now. There's no... Okay, I didn't expect it to be this intense. There's no cure? Andy, you already got that guy from the the Department of Environmental Protection. (laughs) I know. Or whatever we call it. I can't remember what we call it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, um, before you go out there... I think I might have something that can help. I'm not sure if this can be reversed. And this is Harold speaking to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I might be able to figure out how to block it. uh, Like a preventative measure. I Here, if you give me about an hour, I'll whip something together. um, And it might help. Uh, okay uh, okay andy uh I'll, I'll do my best harold you do what you need to we're gonna we're gonna take care of this and he'll cock his pistol put it in its holster and they get a different gun get out of the flamethrower no i don't have it i have but i do have uh I, I can't remember if i said i had the assault rifle or the shotgun last time i feel like you said assault rifle but i'm also getting confused when we went to the party a lot of times. Yeah. I'm going to say I have the shotgun because it feels more appropriate for close quarters combat. Just yeah. So. No one ever picks that in Back for Blood, but it's a really good gun. 
I'm an American and I say it's a good guy. <laughs> Sergeant Cruz opens the door ah! and you can immediately hear uh, the hissing sounds of these infected humans that notice that the door is now open. Um, I would like both of you to act under pressure. I would love to. I, I do that thing. Uh, let me make sure I know what that... Oh, that's my, that's my best skill. Uh, this is a, a seven. Oof. That is a uh, 15. Oh, and shit. And that is one of my advanced skills. I rolled a, which, nat, I rolled which... a nat 12. <laughs> and I have a plus three. So I may choose to do either what I wanted... Do what I wanted and something extra, uh, or do what you wanted to absolute perfection. But I don't know what I'm That's doing awesome. yet, so I'll, I'll awesome. wait until you tell us. Would you say that this is me charging into immediate danger without hedging my bets? A hundred percent. Hell 100%. yeah. So, so uh, I got a nine. And, so Andy, you go out first. Uh, you were bolstered by the words of Sergeant the Cruz. Tip you the tip of the spear, so to speak. <laughs> and what, what is it that you do as several of these infected come towards you? I uh, spin the spear around my head and I do that cool thing where like I lean backwards and it gets everyone around me. Nice. <laughs> um, I don't know if I do a lot of damage, but I think it looks cool and it creates some space. Yeah, so you start to spin uh, your spear above your head, and um, with your partial success, you strike several of the infected, um, but you also start swiping monitors and chairs are getting knocked <laughs> to the ground, and you're kind of a little bit off balance, and um, you are kind of open for something to come towards you. Mm-hmm. C- covered in Ethernet cables. Yeah, your your yeah your your spear is like wrapped up right now, and you're tugging on it, and then agency steps out. I guess since I'm behind Andy, my my real goal is to uh, stick with Sergeant Cruz as he's making his way up to his office and keeping anything that's kind of reaching for him out of the way. So just like hitting stuff with the butt of the rifle or the shotgun, stock of the shotgun. Or just blasting it in the face, as one does. And and you do so with absolute perfection. Um, you come out with very measured steps. You are able to surveil the room and see that there are several just threats and you take care of them quickly. And as Andy is able to remove his spear from the tangled ethernet cords, you whip your spear out ready for something to charge towards you. And you can see that agency has already cleared this room. Good job. Come on, Andy, don't fall behind. Oh, I won't ever. And I I run back in front of you because I'm the tip of the spear, baby. And I probably uh, mutter that. Spear from the rear. The spear from I'm not you can't spear from the rear on the tip of the spear. Have no fear. Andy's the, here. The three of you make your way up the stairway and uh, you make it to the level where Sergeant Cruz's office is. Um, it is rather vacant because uh, typically only Isabel occupied this floor mm. uh, with Sergeant Cruz. And other than the armory, that probably takes up a large section of this floor level. Um, you're able to make it to his office and he immediately starts uh, making phone calls. Um, he looks to the two of you and goes, uh, we will have many agents on their way, but uh, I think it'd be best if you get out there and just try to exterminate as much as possible uh, until the troops arrive. You got it, boss. 
Yep, we're on it. He goes back to phone calls. You can see he's steadily just connecting to people and, and getting the word out. You make your way back down the stairway and you make it to the floor level that is the entranceway. Bran, you know, is, is still there just, you know, on the ground, uh, incapacitated. Um, and there are several other bodies here and there. Uh, as you exit the building, uh, it's eerily calm. There isn't a lot going on. How would you like to proceed? Maybe they just all died out and killed each other. That could that could happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we did, or so B and Andy did tell some people like to go out to the parking lot and yep. like barricade themselves out there, essentially. Yep. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Th- yeah. Definitely. And even like block the exit to the parking lot i believe yes so, um, my instinct is to go out to where they are to I agree. see that they're okay and I make agree. sure that uh no other infected are in that area and tell them to keep yeah. their eyes peeled for a cat you gotta peep your freaking perimeters everyone says that b looks to the two of you and says agency andy mm-hmm. oh hi b hey i have to go check on laura and I'll meet you guys at LIF. You guys take control here and exterminate the threat and come come after me and we'll take out life together. You got it. I put my hand in. I, she puts her I hand put in. I put my hand in, but on top. That's fair. And wh- what do we say on three? Uh, you initiated Andy. You have to have a plan. Oh, crap. I, I kind of I'll crap panicked. on three. One, I was gonna say two, go three. team venture. Oh, oh crap. crap! Did you say team venture? Yeah, I was gonna say go team venture. I saw I when I was healing up. I watched a lot of Adult Swim. Sorry. So you found find the three tier parking lot. It is blocked off with a couple of cars in the entrance exit way, and uh, you do see a couple of people uh, on the other side of the cars from a distance. From a distance. I will call to them and just say, hey, are, are you all okay still? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you're the agents from earlier? Uh, yes. Yeah? <laughs> yes. Because I, I tied you, someone up out here and then we re- sent someone else out. And right? I wasn't here when they did that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Because you, did you already run in? I went, I went straight to the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're okay. Is it over? Not yet. We're just, we're just checking on you. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna try and isolate the uh, the situation, and uh, you know, if just if you can maybe get in a car, keep the doors closed. If you see a cat, don't go near it. <laughs> oh, is the one that got bit okay? Did someone got bit? Oh, that's right. Wait, did one of us get bit? <laughs> I, don't I think remember. that's what you were saying. Is you tied someone up outside yeah. after they got oh. bit? Oh. Yeah, to like a light post or something, uh-huh. right? Or to like a a parking sign. Yeah. That person is a zombie, but it's tied up. <laughs> That's good. Oh, shit. They did turn into a gosh damn zombie. Shit. <sighs> she always had good hard candies. I'm going to roll a die. If I get above a seven, I will not shoot the zombie in the head. I didn't, so I'm going to I'm going to shoot the zombie in the head that's tied to the light post. Even though Harold just told us that he was working on something. I can't risk any more lives. So true. 
you shoot the zombie, it stops moving. Uh-huh. Um, it goes slack against the restraints that you put on it. The woman on the other side of the cars goes, um, okay, w- w- what now? Is the police coming? The military? W- what's going to happen? We have our top men coming in to isolate the area. And we're, and we're working on a way to stop it so so it won't be as dangerous. So you just keep doing what you're doing, hunkering down in this parking lot, waiting for the cavalry to get here. Oh, okay. Do you have a gun or something I could defend myself with? Can you- uh, are you are you trained in shooting? Yeah. I mean, no. I, I mean, I've shot guns before. Sorry, is, just, is this your car? Uh, yes. Yes. Pop the trunk. She pops the trunk. I will grab a tire iron and I will hand it to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Um, okay, I I will wait for the cavalry. Just you're uh, the real hero. Okay. Just be safe. Take care of yourself. Take okay. care of others. No, if anyone gets bit, don't let them near you. Okay. Good luck. We're all counting on you. I'll tell you, agency, this is, uh, as like we walk away, this is tough. This is tough. Everyone's looking to us. I'm not used to all this attention. I know. It's it's weird, but uh, this is what our training has brought us. We got to, you know, it's just another day at the office for us. All right. We got to get this place secure so that we can get to live pharmaceuticals and take these bastards down. We got to get the cat first. How are we going to find a cat? I, wait, the cat's probably dead. Well, that's the problem is if it's not, it's only going to get worse. That's true. Okay. Should we put out like some milk or something like that? It's still a cat. Ooh. You should uh, act under pressure. Ah, oh, shit. Is that, I was going to say, is act under pressure what we would roll if we wanted to <laughs> trap a cat? <laughs> I'm, actually, uh, I'm actually curious about that if that's uh. I feel Fred, like that would be. I got a, a, a nine, and I'm using my last hold, so that's an eleven. Okay, you are successful. Uh, yes. I got a six. Oh no. Okay, that is a failure. It is. XP point right. though. As you're talking in between the structure of both the NS9 building and the parking building, uh, there is a small alleyway that you're just kind of casually walking by. You don't notice it until it's too late, but several figures come rushing towards you, Ah. uh, to which Andy immediately turns around. There are two infected people coming towards you. What do you do? I I throw my spear at them. Okay. So you throw your spear and it connects with a uh, loud cracking noise and a wet thud and the first infected drops to the ground. But unfortunately, the second one is still moving at terrifying speeds and it just crashes into agency. Agency, you are unsuccessful. So it is now just chomping at you and you have one opportunity to kick some ass. And depending on how that roll goes, you actually might be in a situation uh, where you could take damage. Cool. We're going to have to shoot you in the back of the head, bro. No, I like that part of my head. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's grab some D6 here. Rolling. Uh well, I can use a luck point. Do it. So I'm going to do that. Because uh, I rolled another six. Ooh, boy. Okay, so your luck point will actually make this an automatic 12, which means you are successful to kick some ass. 
you're able to dispatch this creature uh, with skilled ease. Even from the vantage point that you're at, you are able to maneuver your shotgun just kind of right underneath the creature's head. Mm-hmm. And you pull and it just sprays the closer area with just viscera um, as his head disappears. But in that exchange, um, you can see that it was clawing and biting at you because of your battlefield awareness and your armor. You came out unscathed in that incident, but it was very harrowingly close. And that could have spelt possible disaster. Who knows? Uh, Are there any more shambling our way? No, but you can see that this alleyway is kind of like crowded with trash cans and dumpsters. Mm-hmm. Um, you would assume this is where, you know, waste management comes to unload whatever the departments uh, here drop off. But you can hear activity, like noises coming in from Fred, this uh, alleyway. I would like to use my second hold on Investigate a Mystery. Okay. I would like to ask you the question... What is being concealed here? So, hell yeah. You recall Harold talking about uh, getting one of the alley cats from the side of the the office building. uh, And that was a cat that he had introduced to the mouse that you brought from Life Pharmaceuticals. Within this alleyway, you have to assume um, that either this cat has returned to its natural habitat or there is more than likely infected humans here as well or both. Can you give me a little bit of an idea of like the, the layout, like layout of the alleyway? Like how wide is it? What kind of stuff can we see from our perspective? Yeah. So you are looking at a fairly narrow alleyway. I would probably say no more than six feet across. Um, it is dotted with. Uh, trash cans and dumpsters the dumpsters are probably about three feet wide kind of narrowing the alleyway to three feet there are a couple of fire escapes and what looks like you know uh, another building on the far end Uh, but it doesn't look like it comes to a dead end it probably t crosses to the left and right um i'm gonna take out my last nutrigrain bar open it and then go in the alley and go here, kitty, 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 oh. baby. Who's a baby? Is that a manipulate someone? <laughs> <laughs> manipulate someone, parentheses, a kitty. And really, all of our roles are manipulate someone because we're trying to manipulate Fred, if you think about it. Yeah. I, I will allow you to uh, manipulate someone. Fred, have you lost weight recently? You look no. great today, Fred. Oh, no. yeah, you do. Shit. Uh, I got a six, so I fail and I level up. Yay. Okay. Uh, so unfortunately, even with this snack that you're providing and the standard cat calls, you are unable to um, hey. uh, have the cat come out of hiding if it is there at all. How would you like to proceed? Shit. I don't know if I, I could read a bad situation. I was thinking about just like if the dumpsters are on wheels, trying to like have someone look underneath one and then like pull it out. So it kind of gives us a little bit more of a, of a, a looky-loo into the, the alleyway. Okay. I like that. Okay. Read a bad situation. Oh, thank you. Oh, well, okay. I was saying read a bad you. situation was going to be the other, the, the, cause I, all I do is ask questions for that. But So that is an eight. So I think you moving the dumpster is probably a, a good method of, 
mm-hmm. maybe both investigating this area without really putting yourself at high risk. I guess I guess um, the, the the question I would have asked would be like, what's my best way in? I, there is yeah. only one way in. Yeah, I mean, like, because because read about situations, you ask the questions, and like that's kind of what was on my mind of how I would have done it. So, how would you like to do it, Andy? Take this mag light. I want you to look under this dumpster. I'm gonna pull it, but if there's anything under there, I need you to let me know. Okay, you got it. You got it. All right. On three, <sighs> ten, nine, what? Eight, what? What? What one, two, three. Uh, oh! <laughs> As you pull the dumpster, Andy, you are kind of on your belly with the the mag light flashing underneath Gross. this dumpster. Yeah, there is definitely a bad smell of just garbage and rotting food. Um, And you start to see movement. And as the dumpster moves out of the way, there is just a small, mottled, furry creature running towards you. No. And then several more. And before you is just like a small gang of what looks like infected cats coming towards you how do the two of you react Wait, so so when you say infected cats like these aren't just feral cats they're just like they're like actively going after us they are feral they look possibly injured uh some of them look probably incapable of continued movement but they still do uh and they are not yeah they are looking worse for wear i yell found the cat and i want to just run away you do so Uh, i probably i would probably act under pressure and try i think both of you are going to act under pressure and one decides to uh leave and one i don't know if you decide to stay and fight but it's, I think uh, Boris is, is trying to just get away from the cats, or at least not be, uh, like, within right. bite scratch range. Right. Oh. Who knows when my uh. wits will get the better of me and I'll return. But right now, I got a 10. Got to get out of there. I got a 9. Okay. So both of you immediately start uh, turning back as you can see five cats hurtling towards you. Uh, Andy, you were quicker to react and you are just exiting the alleyway into uh, the main street fair. Yeah. And, uh, it's because I threw away that useless flashlight. Weighing me down. Yes. And uh, you immediately kind of roll out of the way as several cars come hurtling towards ah! you uh, with sirens and um, just other, you know, black cars just screeching into the street. Uh, unfortunately, Agency, you are not as quick to uh, the uh, street as Andy was. You will now need to uh, kick some ass to see how this outcome goes. Oh no, I hate kicking ass. I'm very bad at it. <laughs> I got a seven though. Okay, so you, you are rolling like you normally do. I well, I rolled. I rolled a six. Oh, I, right. I leave a plus one in tough. That's that's the problem. So you are partially successful. Uh, I would assume you're using your shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. So you are able to take out several of the cats and. As uh, you know, you take your two shots, a fifth cat out of the four that were just like dropped by your shotgun is like just coming right at you. 
And uh, at the last moment, you hear a loud crack and Sergeant Cruz uh, is out on the street and shoots the cat like mere inches from your face. My instinct is to, despite my personal feelings on this, I want to take pictures of these cats so I can send them to Harold to say, to ask him essentially if this is one of the cats, if one of these was the cats that uh, that he had for the experiment. Here's some fucked up pictures. <laughs> you can see a text that comes back and goes, ah, I think so. I, I, I can't tell. They're just mangled um, and disgusting. But uh, yes, you can't convey emotion from a text message, but that's what it says. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess in my, based on that, I'm not convinced. So I, I say the hunt continues until the, the, uh, in the quarantine team shows up. Uh, so the quarantine team has shown up. That's those are cars that cars that almost ran into Andy as he exited the alleyway. There are just like people in SWAT armor and just other agents um, that you have never met before, probably from other local city offices that are just arriving. And um, they have, it looks like they're steadily creating a perimeter and going down every street and alleyway. And Sergeant Cruz looks at the two of you and goes, well, I, I think uh, things are under control here. But uh, what's the next step? What's most important to us? Oh, did he did he uh, read about or investigate a mystery or or read about a situation? He's asking us. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so agency is like covered in zombie. Oh with yeah, the, the the two zombies and four cats he's shot. Uh, so he's he's pretty gross. There's probably like literal chunks on him that he he just doesn't notice at this point. I he's just kind of like he's like in the zone. He blows his nose. And then, and then puts it in his pocket because he doesn't litter because that's rude. Yeah, it's true. But he definitely does not wipe <laughs> any of the. So uh, you're covered in red, but like your nose is not. You look sick. Uh, so he'll he'll as he's uh, looking over at uh, Sergeant Cruz, he starts reloading his shotgun. He's like, "Well, Sarge, it's uh, it's exactly what we thought. We're going back over to life, and we're gonna. I'm sorry, we're going over to LIF, and we're gonna end this once and for all." All right, Agent. Shotgun. Well, uh, make sure to see Harold before you go. He uh, wanted to hand you something. And uh, when you get there, look for whoever's behind this. We need to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Well, I'll tell you who I think it is. I think it's the guy who runs the place whose name is on the tip of my tongue and isn't somewhere in my Mickelson. Lars 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 Mickelson. I bet you it's that Lars Mickelson character. You know, I have concerns that he might be more than we think he is. Possibly a demon in disguise or something like that. Hmm. Transformer. Hmm. Yes. Everyone more meets the eye. Everyone can be anything now. My eyes are so open. Demons, zombie ghouls, wendigos. Demon hunters. The world is really a messed up G-men. place. G-men. You guys got here so fast. Us. Oh, my gosh. Gangsters. Things may go bump in the night, but we make sure that they get bumped back. And I fling some of the spear goo off of my spear. It it hits uh, agency in a spot that had not been previously hit by Viscera. 
Wait. And he just he just kind of looks down on it, <laughs> looks back at Andy. Where are your junior agents, uh, Frank and Gina? We had them uh, disrupt operations at a distribution facility, but uh, they haven't checked in recently. That doesn't bode well. You might want to check in with them as well when you're on your way to that compound. Well, we also got to pick B up. Wait, she uh, went yeah. off by herself? She went to go check in on Laura. Hmm. Okay. Well, you and definitely I should go after I guess Laura her. would be at LIF, so... We got to we got to go to Harold here, and then we'll go to LIF, right? Because B's at LIF, we assume, right? Laura's house. Laura's house. She told, she told us she went so to Laura's much, house. Yeah, that's so much more specific. Thank you. But only she knew where Laura lived. Fuck. I'll just text her. <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> well, look, you have your plans. Make sure to execute it, and uh, agency, you be safe out there. Thanks, Sarge. We'll let you take it from here. We got things under uh, control here. Don't you worry about that. Thanks for having my back. Absolutely, agency. I'm glad I have a good agent like you out there. Andy, you didn't get bit, did you? No. And he raises the shotgun up a little bit. (laughs) I just, I no, 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 no. We got to, yeah, 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 yeah. We got to go. Good thing you're here. All right, let's go. Oh, to yes. Harold first. Yeah, Andy. Uh, I'm really glad that agency is here to protect you. <laughs> and then he walks away. God, that hurt. He just said that, like, my spear is part of my destiny or something like that. And now he throws me out like so much trash. <laughs> Did you guys, uh, are you guys okay? Did you get bit or scratched? No, but uh, probably need a new suit after this. Yeah, you're uh, looking pretty. <laughs> I'm gonna rough. need some new underwear after this. <laughs> oh, look at that cat! Don't shoot it. Yeah, this is one of the good ones. No, laser's a bad boy. The bad boy of <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hey, so I just want to let you know I haven't had, of course, any time to test this, but I've created a drug myself. These are inhibitors and blockers, and I think if you take these, if you get bitten, it might just save your life. But I have no way to prove that they work. I eat it. (laughs) And, like, crunch it. Ew, gross! They're not chewable tabs. You're supposed to swallow them. It's supposed to be slow release, but I guess you just released all of it right now, so... Wait, so we take these now, or we wait until we got bit, then we take it? Well, since Andy's already taken his, we'll just have to find out how long they last. But I would suggest taking it uh, maybe right before you get into trouble. Oh, shit. Do you have a no. <laughs> Well, you can't have mine. <laughs> That's fine. And I've only made how, how three. Many, how many do we get? Three. Okay, yeah. So you have Including to... the one he ate? Yes. Or... <laughs> the other no. one was for B, but... I don't know. Maybe like Andy still need needs it. I don't feel like B even needs one. Why do you say that? No reason. Uh, I'll just keep this one. For B. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is that? Yeah. Fucking chomp this bitch, Luke. <laughs> yes, it was supposed taste. to be a suppository. You're supposed to take it the other way. <laughs> That's why it tastes so bad. Take it in your pee hole. Oh, no. Ew. You're supposed to dock it. <laughs> Guys, right under the force. 
slow release foreskin <laughs> inhibitor. Uh, Gross. Uh, all right, guys. Just be careful out there. And I just want to let you know that uh, you guys are the real heroes. Harold, if this works, you're amongst the real heroes. <laughs> you're the real hero as well, yes. Thank you. And Andy, you too. <laughs> wow. This thing's really working. I'm crying. You guys step out of the NS9 building and head towards your van, and you can see that there is just a crazy amount of activity. The whatever Sergeant Cruz did, whoever he called, if this is the greater, you know, NS9, uh, you know, departments or whatever it is, uh, this area is on lockdown and it looks like things are under control. You exit several checkpoints and uh, you uh, drive away towards uh, Life Pharmaceutical. No, we drive to go. We drive to go get B. You have no idea where Laura lives. That's true. We all we have no Can idea. Can I text B? Be like, yo, where are you at? Where? What address? Text it. B texts you back immediately and says that I'm at address. I'm at Life Pharmaceutical. She's at Life Pharmaceutical. Okay. Well, that's awfully convenient. Remember, Laura was That's captured by Kay, and we then left and had to kill those security guards. That's so good we're ending this before we run out of letters to the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So straight to life. I mean, do you want to go swing by a TJ Maxx to get, like, a different set of clothes, or is this good the way you are? No, but I do keep a spare suit in the back. But I figure I might need this one, you know, because it's going to keep being messy. So you keep the messy clothes on or you've already switched out? Nah, I keep them on. You know, like any good zombie movie or show, the good ones, really, you cover yourself in the zombie and then you blend in. It's like a camouflage. I disagree with this. I don't like when zombie uh, media does that. Thank you. What? Thank well, you. okay, let's explore that. Like what, what drives a zombie, right? Like smells, sounds... It's just life, you know? Yeah. But then zombies would eat each other, right? But they're not alive. So it's like some kind of supernatural sense that something's alive? So since zombie movies are an indictment of rampant capitalism and corporate greed and consumerism. No, that's only that one where it happens in a mall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's There's a lot of remakes. The first one was about racism. Yeah, oh, yeah that's fair. <laughs> Other than the crowds that have built up around the quarantine area, you can see that the greater area of Mea Culpa looks just like any other day. There are families walking down the street, standard traffic, um, nothing seems untowards. You head out a little bit outside towards the life compound, and as you get closer, you can see that something is awry. Uh, the gates that let you into the compound have been destroyed by what looks like large rocky outcroppings that have just destroyed the gates. Um, you kind of navigate around these weird protrusions out of the ground and, and over the toppled gates, cool. and you look inside uh, the guard station, and there are just like security guards just crushed and just lying limply around the outposts. Uh, you can only assume that somebody has come through here and uh, has already made their way into the compound. Somebody that does magic has been 
through here and killed everyone. Yeah, if only B had a specific calling card, we could rule her out. <laughs> you drive the long drive as you pass a couple of smaller buildings, and as you come towards the large cluster of the LIF compound buildings, you can see that it is just chaos. There are people, or infected, or both, just running intermittent in between the buildings. There's small uh, stacks of smoke coming out of different windows or areas, and you have made your way here to LIF. And that is where we're gonna call it. Hey everyone, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to our new Geekly Inc. project, Vanguard of the Veil. We're having so much fun playing and producing this new show, so stay tuned for more to come. If you're interested in learning more about our podcast, follow us on Twitter at Vanguard Veil. If you want to hear more shows like ours, make sure to check out Cthulhu and Friends and Greetings Adventurers, a part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you wanted to follow the people who make this show, you can follow the keeper, Fred, at I Think I'm Fred. Agent C is played by Matthew at Matthew M. Morris. Andy is played by Tim at Tim Lanning, and B is played by Veronica at Typical Veronica. Our show is also edited by Steph at Steph O. Kingston and produced by yours truly. All music and sound effects are courtesy of Epidemic Sounds.